Aligned for Success is here. Are you ready to transform your business from a really expensive hobby to a thriving business? Imagine what it would feel like to know where your next clients are coming from, to feel super clear and excited for your next steps and have the confidence and steps to show up as your fullest potential in your business. Well, Aligned for Success is my online course that's going to take you from stuck and frustrated to clear and confident in yourself as a business owner, service provider, and as a leader. It has all the tools that you need to build a successful business online, and it's your handbook to up-level your business, your mindset, and your success. So if you're ready to attract your dream clients, sell out your workshops and events, create irresistible offers that people want, price your offers confidently, stop exchanging time for money, increase your visibility, create raving fans and elevate your mindset to a level of success, then this is for you. It is a self-paced online course that you can use as a choose your own adventure. So you can either choose the area that you'd like to work on, whether it be mindset, business or success, or you can do all of it and then get access to the workshop module as well, which has 10 extra 60-minute masterclasses to support you to take things even deeper. Each module has 15 individual lessons that are included with a jam-packed video and worksheet to help you implement the lessons straight away into your business so you can start to harvest the success of all those seeds that you've been planting. So get ready to take your business to the next level and sign up for Aligned for Success right now. There is no start date. You can start straight away today. So if you head to the link in the show notes, you can find all the details and get access to the course straight away. I can't wait to see the impact this is going to have on your business. So go check out Aligned for Success. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to chat to you all about developing a CEO mindset. I feel like we go through different stages in business where when we're first starting, we're considering the business from a perspective of that it's a hobby, that it's actually something that we're really passionate about and we want to explore it even further with the hope that it will start to, to create an income for us. Then we go through a phase where it is starting to create an income for us and we are wanting to either leave a corporate job and we're starting to treat the business with a little bit more legitimacy and we're exploring new ways to bring in business, right? So we're actually starting to ask the business to start providing for us. Then we go through a growth phase and start to recognize that we can actually make money. We can choose when we make that money. We can start treating the business with a little bit more focus and attention and call it to play at a bigger game. And I know I've spoken about that before. And today I really want to talk to you about how we then develop that CEO mindset. So we're treating it with an even much more respect and we're calling it to an even bigger game. But that has to start with us, right? So when we're not working on the business, when we're working in the business so much, we're really treating it as where it's a job and we're an operator in the business. And then we get to a point where we need to step aside or step back and actually look at the business as a whole and then look at the long-term vision for the business and where we want to take it and start to take that CEO role. We really want to make sure that this business is 
growing and expanding and thriving. And so to do that, we need to start treating it like a company. So we want to have that time where we respect it. We look at it as the business that it is and start to disconnect ourselves from the business because we, as as, mu- as much as we're growing it in, in those early phases, it is very much, we are the business. And so I was chatting to a client recently about this and we were talking about those next level growth expansion goals that she has and where she wants to take it. And I said to her, for her to achieve those goals, how many clients would she need in order to achieve that? And so then she pulled out a number and I was like, amazing. Okay. So where are those leads going to come from? And so we then spoke about that focus. And what was really interesting is that her body language really shifted. I could see something change and she was uneasy with the thought of that number of clients. And I was like, okay, so what's stopping you from allowing that to come into fruition now? And she was like, well, I can't do it all on my own. And I was like, yeah, of course you can't. (laughs) Um, And I said to her, well, what if you made a plan that at some point you actually brought on team members to actually do some of that work, right? So often we can be so stuck in operator headspace that we're not thinking from the big picture. We're not actually taking a step back and looking at the business as a whole and looking at it from the long-term perspective with where you want to take it. So when we first initially started working together, her goal was to actually expand the business to have team members on board. So that's always in the back of my mind, that that's where we want to get to. We want to actually start to adopt a mindset that that is inevitable, that that is the reality that she's going to be experiencing. And so when we were exploring those next level goals and that hesitation, right, because what is stopping you from going to the next level is actually already stopping you right now, right? And I know that sounds a little bit a big concept to consider, but I guarantee you, if you look at your next level goals and the big fears and doubts that you have about achieving them, I guarantee you those fears and doubts are currently stopping you at some, in some way, shape or form right now. So this is why it's super important to clarify what they are, to figure out how to move through them now, because they're actually limiting you already. So when we explored this with my client, I was like, yeah, so if you already have, cause she was like, she's, she's got these new leads coming her way. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was, but I could feel her hesitation with, she's like, what do I do with them? And I think that some people think that, you know, and especially if we've got people pleasing behaviors, we're like, well, I have to say yes to them, or I have to say no to them. And I don't want to disappoint. So I don't want to say no to these people. And I was like, well, we don't know that for sure. Maybe they're not ready to actually say, say yes. Now, maybe you need to work on developing those relationships and be transparent and clear with them that you're fully booked right now. But there is absolutely space in the future to work together. So still speak to them, still ask them what their goals are, what their purpose is, what they want to work on with you. And then with a future focus to come into play, because with this client specifically, I was explaining to her like, you know, they could be warmer leads now, but once you know what it is that they're wanting to work on, you could give them tools to work on themselves right now to go away and work on without you and then sign them up. You know, you could do a small consulting fee right now to get that in place and then go, well, okay, let's say in three months time, we'll start working one-on-one on this and I'll be impacting, I'll be in your business and supporting you from that perspective. And then in the meantime, you actually employ someone knowing that that's what's going to happen because one of the biggest bottlenecks that can happen in a business is that they you either are overloaded with leads, right? Where you actually can't take on the work. So you're time poor and you need support. So you then bring on team. 
one of the biggest challenges I see a lot of businesses have is that they wait until that busy, busy, busy period where they're like, oh my God, I'm under the pressure. I now need to hire. And they hire from a place of fear and scarcity, right? They hire in a place where they're rushed and they're stressing and they're, you know, like worried about the impact that's going to have and trying to do all the things at once. They're trying to serve their clients at the same time as leading a team, the same time as interviewing, employing, onboarding, all of those things, which then can have an impact on the business short-term and long-term, because if you're not onboarding your employees with the right mindset, with a really good process, which if you haven't even developed just yet and you're hiring from under pressure, then that can impact the results that are created with the clients. So this is where I was chatting with this client that, you know, you could, you could actually set yourself up to be prepared to take on new clients in three months time. So they're on almost like a wait list with you or they're on a retainer with you or they you're setting them up to then work in three months time. You give them the stuff to work on in between the three months, they start working with you that you've got the time to train someone in that three months to then bring them on board. And you've got the money there knowing that it's going to actually cover the employee's wages. So I think sometimes this can happen before we feel ready. And I always, always, always say to my clients that I don't believe the universe gives you more than what you can handle. And you can absolutely handle this. Sometimes you just need to learn to manage your mind in the mess, manage your mind in the process, because it's what you're telling yourself about the situation that's causing the the pressure. It's what's causing the overwhelm. So once you work through that and you actually manage your mind in that process, you can feel so much more in control and you can do it in the way that's going to serve you. Because I guess once we're under that pressure, it can feel like we rush things and that doesn't need to be the case. When you're present and in the moment and you're taking intentional action, it can support the growth of the business in a really powerful way. And this is what I mean about being in that CEO mindset is that you need to take the time to picture this and you take the time to actually have that blue sky thinking, that big picture thinking to have a bit of a plan in place. And this is what I said to them, my client, like, I know this is where you want to go and you're telling yourself you're not ready yet. Right. And yet it's already happening. Right. Because you've declared it to the universe and you're like, yes, I want to have a team. I want to have my team delivering these elements. I want to be able to have, you know, this kind of online processes. I want to have these resources available. And yet the universe is like, okay, well, here you go. And my client was like, "Ah, I'm not ready yet. It's like, cool, let's get you ready. And the cool thing is, is that you can actually slow the process down. It doesn't necessarily have to feel like it's hectic right now, but also be reminded that the hecticness, that feeling is also created by what you're telling yourself about the situation. So let's talk a little bit more about that CEO mindset. So first things first, that blue sky thinking, that big picture thinking, planning ahead. So starting to think about what would need to happen. So with my client specifically, I was like, okay, so even if you were to bring on team, how much business would you need in order to cover their wages? Like you have, you considered what you would need to be paying your team members and starting to even do the figures to start to look at, okay, well, what would that take? How many clients would I need to bring on board? What type of contracts would that need to be? Like when we start to think of that big picture, the full picture, it helps us to really look at how we can map it out. So you want to go further down the track, say five years, 10 years down the track, and then reverse engineer it so that you can get a bit of a plan in place to know. And honestly, like once you do that, I feel like the plan happens much quicker than what you expect, but at least you have a bit of an idea because if you haven't even thought about it, that's also what may be causing the overwhelm because you're in this place where you're forced to grow and you're like, hang on, I don't even know where I want to grow. And I've also seen this as well with other clients as well, where they've grown so fast and they create something that they thought that they wanted. They get there and they're like, oh, it's not really what I wanted. 
And that's another fear that one of my other clients had recently where she was like, but what if I, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I create something that I don't love? And I'm like, then you change it. You just change it. Like, I think we have put so much pressure on ourselves to not make mistakes or to think we've got to have it all figured out or to make sure that we're making the right decision. But honestly, there's no wrong decision. And I think I'm going to do a whole other podcast on this because I feel like often we play small because of that. And when really, if you just make fast decisions and then see the result and then decide from there, you're just continuously making decisions. And that's always going to support your growth. And I think that it also takes the pressure off yourself to think you're going to get it wrong. Like you're not going to get it wrong. Okay. So blue sky thinking, big, big thing, really important that you take the time to really think about the future, where you want to take it, even knowing that it's going to change and that yes, it's not going to necessarily be exactly that to to plan. And yes, that you may change your mind and that's still fine. Like it's totally fine. But then at least having an idea of the growth, the direction you want to go is super important. The next key thing I think of developing a CEO mindset is considering the full picture. And I think what I want to do here is actually create a bit of a graphic to help support you with this at some point, because I feel like often we can get so caught up in doing the do and stuck into our operator mindset that we're not looking at the full picture and we can often play small because we're avoiding certain areas. So this might look like, well, actually, I am not spending enough time working with my team or maybe I'm actually avoiding my finances and not even looking at my finances when if I think about it successful CEO, they are looking at all elements of the business, right? They're looking at their marketing plan. They're considering what promotional pieces that are coming up in the future. They are looking at their finances. They're considering the team. There are so many different elements that they're looking at. They're not avoiding them, right? They're openly going, okay, this is not about me. This is about the business growth. And we're looking at all aspects. So I think I need to actually create a bit of a visual for that. So I might do that in the future. And I'll let you know once that's ready, but yeah, so looking at the full picture and considering all aspects is super important. I believe is having that CEO mindset. The next piece is making sure that you're actually treating the business like a legitimate business. And we can kind of dip in and out of this because I feel like sometimes we can lose our focus because we're so caught up in doing all the things that we either forget to hold the vision. And I think that's really super important that we're holding the vision of the business. We're not treating it like a hobby because the, the business has a bigger mission than just what we think about or just what we feel motivated to do, right? It's much bigger than just a business. Sorry. It's much bigger than just us. It's much bigger than it being a hobby. There is a purpose behind it. And so that means that we actually have to work on the business, not just in the business. And we're allowing that business to be a separate entity, separate to us as a human being. The next little piece here is prioritizing growth, success, and income. Without these pieces, I believe that we will stay stagnant or we'll keep doing the same behaviors that we've always done. And we stay in the exact same place unless we're prioritizing these things like prioritizing the growth. So whether you're upskilling, whether you're improving the processes of your business, whether you are training yourself in leadership skills, like different stages of business require a different version of you and require different systems and different processes. So I feel like there's an element there where we need to be prioritizing that at all times to allow the business to grow. Otherwise, what happens? We stay exactly where we are today. The same thing with success. We need to prioritize that level of success. And if we are prioritizing, then we are actually going after the next big thing. And we actually are creating the reality that we want to live into. So without that, I feel like we stay stagnant or we stay playing the same pattern and we stay on the same hamster wheel. And the same thing comes with the income because you can't grow a business without money. And 
money doesn't have to be a good or bad thing. And prioritizing income can sometimes come with a few money mindset beliefs about how, you know, loving money is not is evil or loving money or prioritizing money makes you a bad person. Like a lot of the times we can have some belief systems about that, but it's not that money is a resource that we can utilize to support the vision of the business. And so we need to make sure that we're prioritizing money coming into the business so then we can circulate it and we can utilize it to grow the business, to achieve the big mission. So I think that that's what a lot of the time CEO mindset is all about, is about about prioritizing those things, prioritizing the growth, prioritizing the success, prioritizing the income. And then the next little thing I want to speak about is the commitment to excellence with a mindset that you're planning to win. This is something that I want to explore even more in the energetics of money, because I feel like this is what separates unsuccessful people to really successful people, because we have a mindset that we know the success is inevitable. We know we're going to make it work. There's a self-confidence or self-belief behind it that is like, I'm taking the action because I know it's going to work. With the constant never-ending improvement focus, obviously, but then also recognizing that we release the expectation that if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. And it's not that it didn't work because we're a failure. It just means that we need to try something else. So I feel like successful people with a really, really great CEO mindset are ones that actually prioritize that and they plan to win. Like they know it's inevitable. Like if I keep working towards it, if I keep being flexible in my approach, if I keep pivoting, if I keep working and holding that vision, then it's absolutely going to happen without a doubt. Right. And I think that that's that unwavering belief in their ability to succeed that I feel like is super important to have. And so if this is something that you really struggle with, and I would absolutely sit down and write down why that is, like what do you believe to be true about yourself that stops you from fully committing and going all in? Because successful people with an excellent CEO mindset are all in, right? They're all in. So I believe that it's something that CEOs really have down pat is that it's inevitable. And there's that belief in in your team, belief in yourself, belief in the business, belief in the economy, that it's all going to be okay. And that if we work towards it, we can absolutely make it happen. It's almost like that unshakable belief in yourself that it's, and that's what I mean by separating yourself from your business, because when we are unshakable within ourselves, no matter what happens in the business, it doesn't shake us because we believe that anything can be fixed. We believe that anything can change, right? Like we can pivot and we can adapt. And I believe it's that belief in ourself that we can adapt no matter what. There's something there that just really, really holds true for me that I feel like it's, I've been really like working on this recently on figuring out like for my next evolution for the energetics of money, I really want to take it to that next level. And I feel like this is those key pieces. It's it's the success strategies that we need to put in place and implement because it's those belief systems, the mindset of successful people that we need to adopt, which makes success inevitable. It's those, that unwavering commitment to excellence, the unwavering commitment to showing up no matter what, the unwavering commitment to believe that of course success is inevitable. Otherwise, why else am I here? Of course, it's going to happen. And it's almost like that old adage of like, aim for the moon and you'll land in the stars. And when we hold that self-belief, then landing in the stars is also amazing. So that's where we release that expectation, right? That no matter what we get is great and we're going to learn from it and we're going to pivot and we're going to be flexible in our approach. So if this doesn't work, we'll try something else and keep moving towards the vision for the business and the goal for the business. 
So I want you to consider these things of how do you believe that you're currently showing up with the CEO mindset? Do you believe that you're taking the time to have that blue sky thinking? Are you considering the full picture? Are you looking at all aspects of the business and learning from the numbers because the data doesn't lie? There's no emotion with the data. It's just giving you the facts. Are you considering those core things? Are you prioritizing growth? Are you prioritizing success? Are you prioritizing income? Are you treating your business like a hobby or are you treating it like a legitimate business? Are you working on the business rather than just in it? And are you committed? Are you committed to excellence? Are you planning to win? So I want you to start to consider those things and start to adopt that new CEO mindset and step fully in. Because honestly, when you separate yourself from your business and you see your business as a separate entity, no longer is it just here to serve you. It's to serve a bigger picture. It's to serve a bigger mission. And when you allow that, you have a mission yourself. You have a purpose to ensure that that's going to come about. You have a mission to actually ensure that's what you get to create. This is your legacy that you get to leave behind. So I hope this episode has served you honestly adopting that CEO mindset. The more you can step into those shoes, because I guarantee you, like it's, it's the mindset shift that has to happen, that when you're in those places where you're doubting and you're fearing, it's because you're in your head rather than looking at the business from a completely separate perspective. So I hope this episode has served you. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll speak to you all on Thursday. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.